Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Welcome, Dolphins fans, haters, and everyone in between to your favorite show, discussing the greatest franchise in sports, the Miami Dolphins. This is the Fins Pod. My name is Moose, your host, and today we're going to take a macroscopic view of potential outcomes for Miami. Where could we be standing a year from today, the offseason of 2022? If things go right, then how will the Fins continue to build on their successes, and what would be their plans for that 2022 offseason? On the flip... What will the offseason look like if things go horribly wrong? How will this franchise recover and reorient themselves? Well, we're going to look at both outcomes to help put some perspective onto the importance of this upcoming season and next week's NFL draft. Let's dive in. How much do you grade what Tua's skill set is and what maybe fits best for him versus what you guys view as the best prospect overall? Yeah, uh, you know, I think, you know, especially when you're, um, picking up where we're picking and you're always looking at your team and, and you know, and Tua is a big part of that. And so as we build around and what we're doing, yeah, you're always looking at, you know, what does your quarterback do best? Um, but you're also looking at weighing that versus, you know, the best players available and what you do for your team. Because at the end of the day, it's, it's always about the team. It's not about one player, one pick, one person. And, uh, you know, you've heard Brian talk about, you know, team first players that um, fit right. So um, for us, you know, it is. It's just looking at for the right player, the right person, the right fit for our team, as well as, you know, um, the mesh with the quarterback. So I want to give credit where credit is due. And today's show topic was actually inspired by a question that was sent in from an Instagram follower for our question and answer state of the pod show from earlier this week. And if you haven't, please check that episode out. We get into a lot of good stuff over there. But a member of the pod, A-Y-E-E underscore Brownie, A Brownie, asked what Miami's 2022 offseason plans could be. And I figured, hey, it was worth dedicating a little more of a deep dive. So let's get to it. There are three main reasons why the Miami Dolphins would regress as a team in 2021. And by regress, I mean anything short of a winning season. First, the defense would have to take a big step back and get worse across the board. Remember, for the better part of three months in 2020, Miami's defense dominated games and dictated the pace and flow from jump. 
So in this scenario where things go bad, the Dolphins bend but don't break philosophy is going to begin to result in a lot more breakage. Rather than holding teams to under 20 points per game, opposing offenses are going to be able to put up 24 or more points with ease. Miami's run defense is going to continue to just be a sieve, and you can't expect Xavier Howard to have another season like that, right? So the secondary will be far more compromised too. Some area of the defense may suffer an injury, revealing a serious lack of depth and weakness for the opposition to pinpoint an attack. Jerome Baker could go down, Bobby McCain, Eric Rowe, some really important veterans injury could derail the entire unit. So if this were to be the case, then Miami would be heading into next offseason looking to reboot the defensive core. There's going to be clear deficiencies that will have revealed themselves from the disappointing season, and the coaching staff in front office will have to identify those and upgrade the positions and areas of need. Any of the older players who underperformed and are being overpaid will likely have to be let go, and there are going to have to be some serious investments via free agency and the draft to bolster the defense, right? The other reason that the Dolphins could regress this coming season is simply because Tua Tungavailoa is exactly what the haters say he is. Hypothetically, in this scenario, right, where the Dolphins are less than a winning team, Tua will struggle with his deep ball accuracy, continue to be timid, not aggressive, and operate at a Mitch Trubisky level of efficiency. And despite the addition of some playmakers, Will Fuller, Malcolm Brown, who I'll give you is no world beater, but the boatload of more skilled players hopefully coming in the draft, fingers crossed on that one, but Tua just won't be able to use these weapons, and the offense will sputter, often being the direct cause for losses. Essentially, we would see the same product as last season, just in a more muscular frame and build, with a few flashes but nothing consistent. Essentially, a lot of early Ryan Tannehill vibes. And if that were to be the case, and Tua doesn't improve and take the franchise by the horns, take this leadership role by the balls and run, then the Dolphins will have to consider using their accumulated assets to go get another guy. And that's why there is such benefit to staying flexible with picks and cap room, as well as staying young across the board on your roster. They've stayed, they've stayed out of bad contracts too. So in this doomsday scenario, the Dolphins could pull in Arizona and move at the quarterback position by finding another option and move on. Or similarly, they could just add competition come next offseason with a veteran who could run the system well. To be honest, if things do go this poorly, we'd likely get a chance to see Jacoby Brissett in action by season's end. I don't think anyone wants that to happen. And the last reason for a regression for the Finns, Brian Flores is not what we built him up to be. He is not who we said he was. Despite a promising two seasons, the pressure would get to him and he'll be exposed in multiple weeks by other coaching staffs, resulting in a 6-11 or 8-9 season. That's still weird to say. I hate that. 6-11, 8-9 now, Flores has definitely built up enough equity where I don't think the team is going to consider moving on after just one bad year. Rather, Miami would likely allow Flo to go into 2022 with a clean slate and the opportunity to right the ship. Now, what's actually going to happen? What, what do we expect the Miami Dolphins 2022 offseason plans to truly look like? Well, Starting with that defense, yeah, I stand by the fact that you can't ask or expect Xavier Howard to replicate a performance like that of 2020. That's MVP type shit right there. One of the best defensive back performances of the last few seasons, especially from a ball hawking perspective, very Asante Samuel-esque there. But instead, instead of regressing, Miami's defense will continue to dominate, but in a different fashion. A different fashion, you say? What, what could that mean? Well, based on the team's offseason moves, it's clear that they identified their weak point from last year and are looking to address it, their run defense. 
there has been a clear focus on improving the front seven all offseason. And yeah, they've allowed the edge the edge position to actually weaken for the sake of improving their run defense, or at least hopefully improving their run defense. So they need to find depth come the draft. But the trade for Bernardrick McKinney in exchange for Shaq Lawson points to that. The additions of John Jenkins, a beefy nose tackle, as well as Adam Butler and Duke Riley, they're clearly looking to stop the run, something that they struggled with. And frankly, it's impressive that they were able to hold opposing offenses to such few points while simultaneously allowing a shit ton on the ground. But even a move like exchanging Kyle Van Noy on the outside of the defense for a guy like Brennan Scarlett from Houston the Dolphins want to assist their secondary by providing third and longs, stopping the run on early downs, as well as providing organic pressure from a more potent front seven and defensive line. That's the goal. So how will the defense then try to attack opposing offenses if not through their secondary? Well, they'll still be able to use that secondary. They do have Byron Jones and Xavier Howard. And as we've said, hopefully a developing Noah Igbenogany, Nick Needham, all those guys. But as we just stated, the focus is going to be stopping the run force the other side to become one-dimensional, and then ask your playmakers on the outside of your defense to do what they do best, make plays, attack the ball, and be aggressive and opportunistic. So in this case, the Dolphins would then enter the 2022 offseason looking to sure up any weaker points, as well as re-sign any guys who have proven themselves to be part of the future of this team. Give Andrew Van Ginkle a long-term extension if he has shown it, right? Jerome Baker. So clearly there will be a focus on essentially just bolstering what already looks pretty good. Um, and that means resigning the youth and just adding areas of depth. So that would be the defense's perspective here. And yeah, they do need to improve the edge. So they have given up some edge assets. Look, Van Noy's gone, Lawson's gone. Really all you got are Van Ginkle and Ogba, who are good, but there's not much behind them. So Miami should absolutely address the position early in the draft. Moving on to Tua. Well, look, he's not going to be regressing or staying the same. In fact, he too will likely improve. GM Chris Greer spoke to the media earlier today, earlier, well, actually on Wednesday. So if you're listening to this on Thursday, he spoke earlier on Wednesday and touched on that exact point. On a side note, though, I just want to thank the Miami Dolphins organization for allowing the pod to be there for the pre press conference. It allows us to keep you guys up to date on everything. So if you want the latest, be sure to follow us over on Twitter at FinsPod. But back to the topic at hand. In his own words, Chris Greer stated Wednesday afternoon, quote, the communication has been great. He's been around. He's been working hard. I know he's been working with the receivers. He's a very competitive kid, as you know. I think coming off the injury last year with no OTAs, no minicamp, and just being thrown in right away, that is a hard transition, especially with the rehab part he was doing. He's healthy now. Preach. I've seen a couple of videos, haven't we all, Chris? I'm not on social media very much. He's been working very hard. Our guys have been around and popped in and out here, and this is where it gets juicy. He's been great with the players, and the receivers have been working. Like I said, he's going to take the next steps. He's been a winner everywhere he's been, and I'm really excited for him to have an offseason under his belt. I think that will be really important for him, end quote. Tua is going to be able to now capitalize on his defense's efforts by leading an efficient, formidable, and versatile offense where he is the point guard the distributor who makes sure the offense executes and manipulates any weak points or mismatches that the defense reveals throughout a game or in film leading up to the game. That's the expectation for Tua Tungavailoa in 2021. So with that in mind, come offseason 2022, all that's going to be done is what one of our listeners and friend of the pod, Samuel Rosa, <clears throat> loves to say in the comment section on YouTube, the Dolphins will build around Tua. And that would be the plan come next offseason. Keep building around Tua. And with that in mind, 
Brian Flores will also be what we expect him to be in a successful season. Disciplined, smart, and tactical in his week-to-week, or as he loves to say, one-day-at-a-time approach. Miami's going to be consistent, improve as the season goes along, which we saw back in 2019. You know, they got better as the year went on. We saw that to the middle to end part of the year, not at the very end, but that's where I think the Dolphins need to improve. You know, improve that depth, add some higher-end talent to make sure performances like Buffalo don't happen. But generally, he's shown that he can build a winner across the board. And Miami's got to be consistent, right, and improve to be a legitimate contender for not only the division, but just for league-wide respect. Our head coach will have to validate the statement, Flo knows, right? So what is the 2022 offseason actually going to hold, right? Well, no one can actually answer that question. The amount of variables and factors that go into that is far too numerous to consider at this point in time. And yes, this was a fun exercise, but going back to what we just said, keep the focus one day at a time. Don't get me wrong. Let's make sure as fans to hold this franchise accountable for the decisions they make to keep this thing headed in the right direction and pointed up. And over here at the Fins Pod, we intend to do exactly that. So be sure to subscribe in order to never miss a thing. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Miami Dolphins. They can't leave draft weekend without addressing what, Chris? I mean, I think it's a wide receiver. I think at some point, you know, and again, I would expect it to be somewhere in the first round with one of those two picks that we see one of the top receivers come off the board to them. Uh, That to me would be the big thing. Again, we just talked about it. Yeah. You got a young quarterback. You want to make it work. You know, it didn't look great that first year. You want to get people like me who question, you know, Tua and how successful he can be. Start putting some people that are talented around him. So I think that's where I look at, you know, the the Dolphins more than anything and go, no, they need a, a big play playmaking, you know, wide receiver, catch, catch guy, whatever. Maybe that's a Kyle Pitts as a pass catcher, but uh, but I would think it's somebody that can make Tua in the pass game more dangerous. I'd like to see them, much like I feel with the Steelers, get a running back. And I know that this isn't yeah. the the Brian Flores way because it's not the Patriot way. They you like to have a revolving door of a bunch of running backs, and that makes sense from health concern. It makes sense from financial concern. But sometimes, like when you're trying to boost a young quarterback, if you get a badass tailback who can be on the field every down who is going to help energize your offense that way and you you run to set up the pass it makes it easier for Tua to set up and pass if you have a running back that's going to put defenses on their heels and there's always guys who come out and make an impact right away you got to block for them you got to hope they know how to hold on to the football you got to trust them with blitz pickups but if if you get one of those guys and I'm not saying round one round two yeah you got those sure. two for second round picks wait till round two Get a guy who can come in and really help take the heat off of the passing game. I think that's what they need to do. I, I, I hear you there. You know, they, they drafted a, a first-round left tackle from USC, a first-round, you know, guard-slash-tackle out of Louisiana Tech. 
They gave Jesse Davis, one of their offensive linemen, a little more money and when at the end of the season or right when the season ended. So they are set up as far as the offensive line to, you know, be better and better. And I'm with you. And then I think, you know, to your point, Mike, yeah, where they're sitting, the Dolphins are what, pick fifty in the second round. You know, yeah, there's gonna be a good running back on the board for them to take. But I, I I'm with you there. That is definitely a need for their football team right now. There's no, like, guy you look at their, their roster, right, Mike, where you go, oh, wait, that's the guy. They're good. They're good at the running back position. They're definitely not good. They need a difference maker. I'm with you there all the way. That's going to do it for us here today. Thank you all so much for listening to the Fence Pod. Hope you enjoyed it. If you want more of the show, check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash FincePod. For two bucks a month, you can listen to bonus episodes, and the site has some other goodies as well. Link is in the description or head over to patreon.com slash FincePod. Thank you all so much for the support over there. And please remember to like the video if you enjoyed the show and subscribe just so you never miss a chance to chat about your Miami Dolphins. Remember that the pod's available on all platforms, Spotify, Apple, and Google Podcasts, and of course, here on YouTube if you're watching. Continue the conversation with us over on Twitter and Instagram, at FinsPod, and check out the site for news and content as well, FinsPod.com. I hope you all have an amazing day, and until next time, stay safe. Love y'all. Love y'all.